We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we'll be discussing the esports business. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice, so all the information is for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Dana Paul. Dana is the CEO of Ritual Motion. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Justin. My pleasure. So to start, tell us a bit about your past esports and gaming experience. What was the first game you played and how did you get involved in the esports and gaming business? <laughs> All right. So I'm going I'm to date myself. I mean, I'm sure some of your audience may have to like Google it. But I, so my first video game was Pong. Um, but the um, first video game where I think, you know, system that we had that um, really kind of got into playing um games was we had an atari system which is pretty cool um and then really i i got super hooked into um zelda um when it first first came out um you know in the nintendo system and that gold cartridge yeah yeah <laughs> right and and in the idea that you can immerse yourself into these worlds um and what was always cool about it to, for me was it was more of a mental strategy and gameplay than it was necessarily a physical one. Right. So I always thought that was like the super cool thing about like games and esports is that um, there was, we were always doing physical stuff, right. But really there was nothing that mentally challenged us. And, and a lot of these games did. Right. Um, so that's what I loved about it. Amazing. How'd you kind of transition to the business side of the world? Yeah. So um, I've just always been a serial entrepreneur and um, I'll fast track when uh, about four years ago, I was doing some consulting uh, for a medical device company. And, you know, they had these gloves that they brought to the market for manufacturers um, to help manufacture people who work on the manufacturing line with copper tunnel and hand fatigue. So you're like, well, what do those two have in common? But what I realized is that people who work in manufacturing and gamers have the one thing they have in common is they don't do a lot of movements, but they do a lot of the same repetitive movements. And I started looking at it and thinking like, wow, like there's no health and wellness products at all in the industry. And this, this makes sense because this makes sense whether you 
are a console player or this made sense of whether you are computer based. And so worked with the manufacturer, came up with some techniques on how to do really cool dye sublimation, how to do things where, you know, it was basically manufacturing on demand. Um, and then late 2019, you know, when we launched Ritual Motion, we, we, we came to the market with an Indiegogo campaign um, on our what we call gaming skins, um, which were these, which are our, our gaming gloves. And um, we launched that at the end of November 2019. Amazing. So tell us a little about Ritual Motion. You know, what is the company and you know, what's your role and what's your day to day like? Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, you know, my role is I'm the CEO or um, as I like to say, I'm the head cheerleader, um, do whatever it takes. Um, the company, you know, when we, when we did start off as a consumer product company, we've always been lean and mean. I always say we're like a Navy SEAL team. Um, my goal is always to, to surround myself with people much smarter than I am just so I can learn <laughs> and get educated. Um, but Justin, back in early 2020, probably February 2020, we said, hey, this is great uh, consumer product, but our mantra has never changed since day one, and that has always been equality, authenticity, inclusion, and diversity in the community. And what we realized in February of 2020 was no one was talking about health and wellness in the gaming space. Like No one was writing about it. No one was talking about it, No, especially mental wellness, right? It's hard enough to get people to talk about mental wellness in general in this country. Forget about like any sport. So we really sat down, my partner and I, and said, let's create a publishing company. Let's let Ritual Motion be the number one place where people could get content around health and wellness for, for gaming and the gaming community. Um, and we built an amazing, amazing team around that. And within one year of launching this idea, um, we were getting close to 200,000 unique visits a month to our website. Um, we were partnering with HyperX. We were partnering with Razor. We were partnering with all these amazing organizations that were really coming to us. And we became the leaders in health and wellness space for content, right? Um, and that's when, you know, you have these other moments as an entrepreneur. And we're like, well, how can we even be more impactful? That was my thing. My thing is always waking up in the morning and, and asking how can be more impactful today than it was yesterday? So the answer to that question was pretty simple. And that was like, well, imagine if we could have a platform that allowed people to create user-generated content in a live video format where there were no barriers of entry for them making money, right? How disruptive is that, right? Because Right now, all you have are the Goliaths out there. You had Twitch, you had YouTube, you have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and all of them had barriers of entries for creators. All of them had to have so many hours before you could make money. You had to do so many things. You had to do all these things. And we were like, it shouldn't be like that. Being a creator is hard enough trying to come up with content, entertaining your community, building a community, you shouldn't have to worry about how much of that subscription that I just got is going to go to Goliath, right? How much is Twitch going to take? How much is YouTube going to take? So we created this platform. At the time, we called it Guild, which stood for Gamers United in Live Discussion, a live video platform that allowed creators to have a hyper-engagement with their audience, but from day one, 
they could go on and if someone subscribed to their site, if someone actually um, wanted to give them a tip, 100% of that went to the creator, right? I mean, it's just no one was doing that. And we like, well, we are now, right? So we literally put the stake in the ground with that. The other thing we did, Justin, was we realized that um, I've been a huge fan of crypto ever since I wrote, uh, read, didn't write it, uh, read the white paper of Bitcoin back in um, early 2009 and never could figure out how um, crypto or blockchain could do with any anything else, any ventures I had until now when it hit me. I was like, well, we have an opportunity now to make a bigger construct with with the guild. And we were looking at the creator economy and as this year began in early January, you said, well, a couple of things. One, let's leverage this amazing technology that is blockchain and, and create two major constructs. And that is create to earn and view to earn. But let's also do this in a way that once again, the creators will have that hyper engagement with their community because that is the most important thing. And that's what started putting us down the path um, this past year that we've been on for the you know the past eight months of um, creating our kind of our Web three as we we call it with the YouTube of Web three um, platform um, with this create to earn and view to earn construct. So what does that mean? You know, kind of for the unindoctrinated out there. Yeah. So so once again, right now, as of today, um, without us fully being integrated as web three um you could go on the platform sign up someone tips you you get a hundred percent of that right out of the gate when this the light switch goes on with this and we're looking right around i would say end of q3 beginning sometime q4 um as a creator you're going to be able to day one just by creating content you'll be able to then create and earn tokens the cool part of this is two is twofold. One, um, not only will you be able to earn tokens, which will be RMG tokens, but a lot of creators now are getting into these social tokens, right? And there's companies like Roll that are out there. We're partnering with all of them and we're going to accept all social tokens. So Justin, you have your own social token. It's a Roll token. You come to our platform, you deposit so many of those tokens into the treasury. Now, anybody that watches your content, they're not going to get paid with RMG tokens. They're going to get paid with Justin tokens. So why is that important? Well, it's important because anybody, any any sort of digital currency you have, or any currency for that matter, c- circulation is the number one thing, right? So if we could be the conduit that allows folks to come in with their own tokens, and allows them to get a broader audience and circulate their tokens. That adds value for not only them and their tokens, but now adds value to um, their viewers. Um, the other component of this is when we start um, doing advertising and sponsorship, that we are, we have a shared revenue stream with all of the creators and viewers. We'll actually be sharing in that revenue stream that will be coming in from traditional um methods of, of revenue, which would be advertising and, and a sponsorship. And then the third component, Justin, is the view to earn, right? And that's to us something I'm like super excited about because, you know, was thinking one day and I'm like, wow, like 
average TikToker spends an hour and a half on TikTok. And okay, you may learn something. You may get entertained. Um, sometimes you may get frustrated, um, but you're not earning anything, right? And chances are those, those TikTok creators you're watching, 95% of them aren't earning anything either. But so imagine now if we love content, we love watching stuff, learning from it, being entertained. Imagine now if you could come on, which you will, on Retro Motion and view content and earn. So that's where we've added that component of view to earn, where where viewers will have an opportunity to pick whatever method they want to earn from, um, whether it's the RMG token, whether it's their favorite creators token, and they'll be able to earn content just by doing what they love to do, and they and they're going to do it anyway. Um, to that point, so the other component of that is we've been um, we have about a dozen or so amazing instructors that we've reached out to that were, you know, everything from web three instructors to how to make better content instructors, marketing instructors who were on some of these other platforms, Justin, like, you know, Udemy and they're not making any money. Right. So you have an instructor that puts together an amazing lesson plan, two and a half hours of content. They go on Udemy, Udemy sells these, you know, classes for like $50 a pop and instructors making nothing. Well, once again, now we have a whole bunch of content that we're going to be releasing sometime at um, end of Q3, which is all master classes that will, A, first of all, be have any of the NFT holders that buy the BlockBots NFT, they'll have access to that first. But then B, that all will go into the pool of just content that anybody who is a viewer can come in and see these master classes, watch a master class. Oh, and by the way, earn. So, so we're basically, it, it's, it's also a learn to earn component also, um, that people will come in and, and take a class, get educated. And also they're going to be able to earn tokens while they do it. So are they only able to earn tokens? Or are they able to earn, you know, us currency or you have to take the tokens and convert them? How does that all work? Yeah. So it's all going to be, I mean, we're, we're a DAO. Um, and this is really the construct is that of web three. So it'll all be a digital currency like anything else. They'll be able to go on a DEX if they want and exchange it. Um, depending on what those, the values of those tokens are at that time is what they'll be able to exchange it for. But we, we're really moving away from the fiat failed <laughs> currency of doing things. Um, so yeah, the, the payouts will, that will all be in, in crypto. And like I said, even now as a, as a creator, which you are on, on, on ritual motion, if you chose to get paid in Bitcoin, you just literally follow two steps. I'd be rich, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would be rich. Well, you follow two steps and now anybody that wants to tip you, they're going to tip you via via Bitcoin. Interesting. So I know you kind of touched on it earlier. So why did you start incorporating health and wellness in the gaming? Is that like a big area that you think is necessary? Yeah, so um, it, it was, you, you know, it really hit me. I, I have, I have, I think I alluded to it earlier. I have five kids, so it's always a busy household. We've been in gaming. My oldest son was literally on on Justin TV's beta. Like I remember, like him being in like sixth grade, and and I I had to like set up a room in our house with a green screen and stuff so he could start streaming, and I had to fill out all these forms. Um, 
and in it and it really started realizing that no one everything i was reading about you hear all these you know and at the time it was ninja was so super hot and fortnite was super hot and all these games and anything that you heard about in the news was either a the gamer or b the gameplay or see the negative stuff that people were trying to throw out there of the relationship with 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 games and anything negative, which we know is is really not true, right? So, for myself and my business partner um, has a medical degree, has done a ton of startups in uh, the medical space. It was a no brainer, um, and the fact that we had a product that we had an opportunity to take to market that the whole point of this product was prevention of hand and wrist injuries, which we knew was the number one thing besides your eyes that gamers use. Um, it, it, it really was just, just, yeah, it was a no brainer for us to, to get into the, the space. And then I was just really surprised and, and shocked and a little bit of horrified as we got deeper in to the space that no one was talking about anything at all about health and wellness. And I get it. Publishers don't want to talk about what happens when, 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 when you play for seven hours sitting in a screen, people play for seven hours and all of a sudden, you know, they get tilted, right? Um, All of a sudden something triggers them. They don't want to talk about that. Well, guess what? It happens in anything, right? If you do something for that long, that, that, but no one was talking about it because they wanted to sweep it under the rug because it wasn't good for business. Um, and for us, it's always been, like I said, it's always been about the community. We didn't, we didn't care about that. We didn't care if it was good for business. It had to be talked about. It had to be spoken about. Um, and that's why with Ritual Motion and this platform, to me personally, I feel I'm on a just a divine mission here because there needs to be a place where people can go and create content and talk about stuff and and connect with their community where they own it. They own that content. They own that community. That's their community. That's kind of, and they can make money doing it. Um, so that's what drove us from those early days of no one talking about health and wellness, no one even scratching the surface to now where we are today with ritual motion, um, you know, being the lead, being we will be the leaders in Web three um, for the the you know the creator economy and, and what I'm calling the viewer economy also. Amazing! So, Ritual Motion also launched a very successful crowdfunding campaign where they had raised over seven hundred thousand dollars to date. Tell us a little about this. What made you kind of go this fundraising route? Were you surprised by the results? And you know, how's the money going to be used? Yeah, yeah. So that's a great question. So we we actually started that journey last may you know like all startups you have more, you have gas in the tank and then you know you're 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 burning and and then you need to get more gas um so we've 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 raised a total of three million the last raise was with start engine and really i gotta i gotta give credit to chris smith at Big E sports because um he's been a consultant of ours and at the time he was working with axe labs who jonathan there is an amazing uh, CEO guy, and, and they just got done with a successful campaign. And they told us, they're like, here's how we did it. Here's what's good about it. Here's what's bad. Um, we went down that path. 
we launched our campaign the end of October. Um, and we did. We raised over $700,000. And in January, I, I closed the campaign early. Um, and the main reason was, Justin, was because what I, what, what I realized was that um, these crowdfunding campaigns, these regular CFs are great, but it all comes under the construct of regulation and centralized. And we couldn't write a press release. Everything had to be SEC compliance, everything. Um, and that's when we, you know, really made the decision that we were going to fast track ourselves into becoming a DAO um, and started doing all the research and started doing all that because we realized where everything was going and where we wanted to be, even though we knew right now we're in a very, very small crowd of folks who are actually DAOs. Uh, we just know that that's where eventually people are going to be at. So we wanted to get away, away from those regulations. And the, and the dollars were spent on bringing in staff. Dollars were spent on technology, um, on creating these whole constructs of, um, you know, Web3 and this create-to-earn and view-to-earn. Those those were the, were the dollars were put into. And, of course, obviously, marketing. Amazing. Well, congrats to you guys. That's, you know, a really huge accomplishment. I know when I saw it, I was, you know, very impressed because usually people ask them for, you know, a couple thousand, whatever it is. But when you're, you know, going towards a million, that's just, you know, another level of it. Yeah. And um, it was fun. That was at a, you know, that was at a $20 million evaluation. So in January, we, we had a 20, you know, that, that, that was a, we raised that, um, that last 700 plus at a $20 million valuation. Amazing. So kind of leading on to the next point. So recently you guys launched a block, you know, a new kind of project on the blockchain on Solana. Tell us a little about that. Yeah. So the whole idea was we had really a three-step um, process that we were looking at to kind of start building our Web3 community. And, and, um, in no particular order, it was obviously we knew we were going to launch an IDO, um, which, you know, initial DEX offering, which is a token. Um, we knew we wanted to be a DAO. And we knew that how to get these things, the first step would be to create a fun NFT project, which was really more about the marketing side of things and, and giving back to the community than it was anything else. So um, we started working at the end of May on BlockBots. Um, and the idea behind BlockBots, at first, we, we separated it a little bit from Ritual Motion, and that was done by design because we wanted to see if this project could stand on its own. Um, so we launched a separate Twitter account. We launched a separate Discord. We still we started building a community. And the community building really started at the end of June. Um, started building a community around our BlockBots community with this idea that it has this utility. So as you know, a lot of NFT projects have no utility. Most NFT projects aren't even companies that the NFT project in itself is is the new startup, right? Um, so we knew we were really different, right? We were an existing company that actually had a community, that actually had funding, that actually had... Um, uh, a, a, a product behind it that was operational, right? Our virtual motion platform. Um, but we wanted to have some fun utility with it. So that's when we created and we, we, we you know, we came out with some of the utility um, of this block bots. And the utility was from some basic things that, you know, you'd have um, 
uh, airdrops, you'd have discounts to the IDOs. Um, we encouraged folks, there was staking where they could stake and earn. Um, but the other components were um, that they'd have exclusive access to um, content that would be ongoing on Ritual Motion that only, you know, um, NFT holders, block holders would have that kind of opportunity to get that content. A lot of that's going to be, um, you know, master classes as an example. They'll have the first opportunity to get some of these master classes that no one else is going to be able to get. Um, there's a lot of other content that will come out that once again, they'll have this opportunity to do that. Um, the other component was, um, we wanted to give opportunities to folks who were going to purchase, you know, about five NFTs at a time. They would get into the investment round of the IDO or what they call as the pre-IDO, which is normally reserved for VCs and investors. We wanted them to get, you know, once again, it's all about building the community, have them to get being part of that community. Um so that was really our first push with the block bots. Um we came out and we launched Tuesday. Um, I've been always incredibly, and I'm still am incredibly bullish on the whole entire crypto space market. Um, I think probably a little bit too bullish at times, but that's okay. Um, you know, when we came out, knowing that we had a premium platform, we came out at a premium price. So, so we came out at six Solana, um, which is pretty high at the time. We automatically, our whole thing, Justin, is listening to our community. It's been like that since day one, listening to the community, fine-tuning what they want to hear, what they want to see, what they're saying. And so we heard right away that, hey, listen, Six Solana and this current market, we looked at the market, where it's at, where we, you know, getting some insights of where the market's going to be in the next week or so. And we quickly made a market readjustment um, of our price um, and that we came down to that one Solana price right now. And and we approached this, Justin, as this was a slow burn. Um, we had no, you know, mystical thoughts that this was going to be one of those very few um, projects where, you know, you sell out in three minutes, you sell out in four hours. I think, unfortunately, those are the ones anyone ever hears about. Um, but they don't hear about the other 95% that are a slow burn, right? Good projects, just a slow burn, um, building the community. And that's where we're at with it right now. Amazing. So do you kind of see this as going to be a trend that maybe more companies, that this will be another, you know, bigger component of the creator economy, bringing, you know, NFTs and Web3 and all the tokens you've been mentioning? Yeah. So I, I will say this. I've seen, and you probably have too, because you have your ears on the ground. Back in January, in the gaming and esports world, if you mentioned NFT, it was it was like bad, right? And I think a lot of that was just old information people had, misinformation about about projects. I think now people understand, and you're seeing it. Every major publisher, <laughs> every major publisher is coming out with a play to earn game. Everyone. Play to earn is all based on NFTs and digital assets, right? And digital currency. So the shift is already happening. It's already there. It makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't you have digital assets and digital currencies in a digital game? Um, especially with the metaverse, you're going to see that you already see that now in the metaverse. The only transactions you can do are that with digital 
currency. So it's all going that way, right? Um, we were just one of the folks that once again, um, like a handful of us that decided that we were going to be the tip of the spear and really kind of go out there and try to get ahead of it and help help take some of the lessons learned um, pass those along to people within the community, but also be there to help with the community and give the community what, what they really want to, what do they, what they want. Amazing. I mean, I think that's a really unique approach and, you know, I'm sure there's some, you know, creators, especially those who are really keyed in and really kind of stake what they're doing on, you know, currency, the crypto tokens, even their own to be able to use this platform, maybe in addition to what they're doing on their other ones, but, or even just in lieu of where it's like, Dollars are good, but if I'm losing half the dollars to YouTube anyway, and then it gets taxed, like I'm at like thirty percent of the money. So I'd rather at least have something that I'm, you know, trying to use and can, you know, build with. Yeah, and, and it's funny. So to your point, two things, right? One, one, they're 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 not getting anywhere near half. You know, and listen, we all know there are creators. There's, I'll, I'll call it. Five to ten percent of all the creators out there are fine; they're doing okay. But that's that's five percent, ten percent at most, right? Um, you know, I know people who have great followings, but when you talk to them at the end of the day, they're not really making anything, right? So, I I, I think that's one of the the biggest things that we we want to offer, and we also know this. Creators are going to have more than one tool on their tool belt, right? So most creators, unless you're in the top, top, like probably 1%, you don't have exclusives, right? So you're on YouTube, but you're also on Twitch. You're doing Instagram um, posts. You're going to be on Twitter um, and you are going to hang out in Discord. It's another tool in your tool belt. What we love about Ritual Motion is... It's the tool where everyone should start because we start off out of the gate with the asset of a live video that you can then take, use that asset. Because once again, this is yours, right? We are decentralized. You own this asset. You get that live video. So if you want to do a live video stream, take that asset, chop it up, or just take it and put it on five other different platforms, you can do whatever you want. Um you you that those those assets then go on demand, Justin, and you can once again do whatever you want. The other cool thing about Ritual Motion is people can do live, um, very public facing. We have a lot of creators that do private, right? So we have folks right now that are doing instructional stuff or even just content creation, and they're doing private for their own community. Um, and that's the other really cool thing about it too, right? So you have those abilities. There's no barrier of entries is none of this like you have to have so many followers so much time um this many know. viewers per hour I mean, I mean youtube i think if someone said to me the other day that i think youtube you have to have something like i want to say four thousand minutes of of content before you even start and then you're at their lowest tier um it shouldn't be like that man it should be like do what you love go on create something Viewers are going to do what they love. They're going to come on and view something. And if I like you, what you're doing, and I tip you, you should get 100% of that tip automatically. Um, and that's the key. Definitely. So kind of shifting gears a little, what's advice do you have anyone that's trying to maybe work in the esports and video game business? 
Yeah. So I, I think one, um, it's still a vibrant community and economy, right? Um, just do what you're passionate about. I think a lot of times folks end up doing something, they're chasing the money. Um, and I'm just going to give those, your community advice that my dad and my grandfather gave me eons ago, right? And that was, you know, if you do something just for the money, the money's going to run out, right? But if you do something that you truly love, you're passionate, you're never going to worry about money. And me personally, it took me to the age of 34 to do that because when I graduated college, all I cared about was, you know, what job I'm going to take that's going to make me the most money, right? What salary can I have? And it wasn't until I was 34 when I started my first tech company that I realized that was my passion. And guess what? For the first you know couple of years of that company, I, I didn't make any money, right? But I didn't care. I love what I was doing. Um, and I think with esports, there's so much opportunity on two paths, right? There's an opportunity for a path to career. So many careers opportunity in the esports ecosystem. So many career opportunities. And there's also a path to pro. And you're seeing more and more organizations, you know, you're seeing more and more people at the at the youth level starting to build youth programs, youth camps, things like that, that are really helping to stop build this foundation. So if kids want to go professional, that's awesome. But if they want to go, you know, into, you know, a path to career, the connection with gaming and STEM learning, it, it's right there. You know, I mean, you're literally working on computers and playing on computers. So I I would just say follow what you're passionate about and you're going to fail more times and you're going to succeed, but you just keep getting up, right? That's what you just have to do. You just have to keep getting up. Amazing. I think that's some great advice for everyone out there. And so what's your favorite part about working in the esports business? I think, you know, my favorite part in general has been this opportunity for us as a young company to be in this, this you know, massive economy, right, this esports comedy, but really take a segment of it, which is the creators, and, and then pivot. It gave us an opportunity to go from a consumer product company um, to creating a, a Web3 creator platform. Um, and, and there's not many industries where you can do that. There's not many industries where you have that opportunity to pivot because it's such a massive industry and it's connected that um, you can do that. And like I said, the the esports and gaming industry and the you know Web three economy are already together. You've already seen it. It's already there. Um, I just think it's going to, you know, right now there's probably less than three percent of the people that see that and are adopting to that but it will take on mass adoption it's going to happen you'll see it and like i said when these big publishers start launching their own play to earn games that connection is just going to be embedded and which will lead to even more opportunities in the web3 space amazing it's kind of bring together you know what's the future for ritual motion and for the ritual motion guild um world peace <laughs> <laughs> future for us right now is our focus is um you know um launching our ido which will probably happen sometime q3 um q4 um and also you know creating as i mentioned this really uh, <clears throat> this web3 
what we call decentralized, tokenized, circular economy, which is the create to earn, view to earn engine that is um, Ritual Motion is sitting on. Um, and that's that's our focus. That's been our focus really since the beginning of the year. Um, and that is our focus now. So we're, we're super excited about it. We know it's it's very disruptive. We know that it's, you know, your listeners are going to, some people are going to sit there and be like, what, they're going to be the YouTube of Web3? That's hard. Well, guess what? When, 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 when Facebook started, they had an uphill challenge against a lot of other social media things. When TikTok came to be, you know, five years ago. Vine six, was the hugest thing in the world. Exactly. So, so we love that. We love the challenge. Um, we love the fact that I like being a disruptor in a positive way. And I go back to, this is going to be a platform that really feels going to change people's lives and have an opportunity for people to create deeper connection with their community and also create wealth as they do it. Awesome. Well, definitely everyone should check out Ritual Motion and what they're doing over there. So, you know, thank you so much for joining us. Tell everybody where they can connect with you. Yep. So the best place to connect, it's super easy. It's our website, ritualmotion.com. Um, you, you know, that is a, probably the easiest place. Um, I, I do admit I am a uh, LinkedIn junkie. So if you just search, you know, Dana Paul on LinkedIn, you'll, you'll, you'll see me come up. Um, that's another place I, I probably spend way too many hours a day on LinkedIn, but, um, I love the community there. I love, I, I use it as knowledge. I gain so much knowledge. I read so many articles, connect with so many amazing people. So, um, one of those two places. Awesome. So thanks everybody again for tuning in and make sure to check out the ritual motion, you know, all the stuff they have there. There might be some really awesome stuff from a lawyer you might be familiar with. So everyone make sure to tune in to the podcast each week and follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q. Thanks and have a great one. Thank you.